When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What up, you sexy motherfuckers? Welcome back to the Dudes Behind the Foods podcast. I'm Tim Chantarangsu. And I'm David So. Tim has corona. And he has to be stuck I, in a filthy room with I him. I don't have corona. I caught a cold, which is so annoying, bro. I, literally, cold. I haven't been sick, like just sick, in like three years probably. Like, um, I mean, yeah, we both caught COVID back in, what was that, December um, of last year? Yeah. COVID don't count though. That's different. COVID don't count. It is a is a rampant disease that is... started by the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's joking. He's joking. I'm kidding. You, you guys know that. Uh, <laughs> no, but nah. I fucking caught a cold and it's so annoying. Um, I forgot how like even though it's only been three days and literally this is on its way out of my body. Um, but I forgot how annoying it is. You know, it doesn't really wreck you but you can't breathe it's, uh, just, it's a sleeping part that's the biggest issue it's like i can't sleep because i can't breathe you're coughing you're blowing your nose so i usually get sick in three stages um it's first i feel that <clears throat> oh i feel a, a tingle in me throat. <laughs> in your throat i feel a little tingle in me throat damn right and i'm like oh god i know i'm feeling sick and sometimes if i just like drown myself in orange juice i can kick it before it goes crazy i didn't get it this time so it'll like hit my throat and then it'll go enter my nose and then i'm like you know, sneezing, blowing my nose all day, which is the worst. Like right now, my nostrils are all chapped, bro. Was, was, was your mom really good at taking care of you when you were sick? Yeah. What was your What was your What would she make you like food wise? Um, chicken soup, of course. Oh, chicken soup. Um, Thai chicken soup. Thai to what? Well, actually, it was just like just a nice like boiled, you know, chicken broth soup. You know, my mom, my mom would make me something to make me feel better, but she'd yell at me for getting sick <laughs> at the same time. So she would literally like cook me food, and then she's like, "You're so fucking dumb. How could you get sick right now?" And I'm like, "I'm not I'm a fucking choice. I don't walk around with my mouth open. Somebody's spitting it." Do you do you get allergies? My allergies are crazy, dude. Really? So I actually thought I had COVID uh, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So I went to um, I have a primary care thing that I go to to just to check if I have COVID, and it wasn't that because I had the cold a little bit after that, but. No cold. They're like, you don't have a cold. You don't have the flu. They check for everything. But I got so paranoid, I went back again. Yeah. And the doctor was like, you don't have it. <laughs> like, I. That's so funny that you say that because literally when I got back from New York, which was Sunday, is when I was feeling like, <clears throat> right, something in my throat. 
So I got, you know, I called, you know, you can call those, like, there's a service where you can call, like, a nurse to come to your house and test you real quick. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool, I don't feel like going anywhere. Called into the house, tested, negative for COVID. And then yesterday, Monday, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me just double check because, you know, sometimes the test can be negative at first. And I'm like, I'm going to be in a room with David. Let me make sure. Tested again, literally like a day or two later. I'm like, okay, negative. Now it's just a stupid cold. But we know what COVID feels like. We do. It's the headache is the worst. Yeah, it's like, so Tim and I caught COVID at the same time from this Chinese party. <laughs> <laughs> I only say that because it's our friend Bart and he's, he's a... It's, he's, and he's Chinese and he threw a party. Not not a Chinese communist party. Yeah. <laughs> Taiwanese Chinese and he... Uh, I specifically remember this fool. He made this ribeye steak. He cut it and he grabbed it with his hand. He was like, try it. And I ate it. And this motherfucker had COVID. And we took that one fucking chance just so we could watch stupid Logan or Jake Paul box. Oh, bro. And you know what? I, here's the thing, too. When I went to that party, right, I was literally like, I was the only one. I walked in. I was the only one that had a mask on. And everyone was looking at me crazy. Oh, and I right. almost low-key, like, with their eyes, they shamed me out of wearing a mask. Because everyone was looking at me like, why is he wearing a mask? That's what I felt, you know? So eventually, I relaxed. I took my mask off. I was talking to people. And I definitely, at one point, I, I remember, like, eating chips and dip and thinking, like, oh, God. Chips and dip. How many hands have been in this? How many? How, who might have double dipped? When right? did you? When did you start feeling it? Well, the next day when I got home. Um, well, okay, so I got home that night, right? And I was gonna give Chia a kiss, and she was like, "Don't fucking kiss me." Dude, Chia has a sixth sense. Dude. She does because literally that night. This is why she was so pissed. That night, she was like, "Are you sure you, you you have like do you have to go? Like we can order the fight. We can order the fight. We can watch it here. We're not poor, Tim. We can <laughs> order the fight." And I was literally, I was just itching. I wanted to be around people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I was like, "It's fine. He has a child. <laughs> he doesn't have COVID." And I went over there, had a good time. I was talking to people. Came back home. Was gonna kiss my wife goodnight. She said, "No, go to bed." I I went to bed. Woke up that morning. Got a text from Bart. Hey man, I'm feeling kind of crazy. Got tested, positive. And I was like, no. Told Chia. She was like, no. She's pissed, livid. I fucking packed a bag, went to a hotel immediately. You know what the crazy thing is? Like, I, I, it was like a week. I think I started feeling symptoms like eight days after. It was, it was long. <clears throat> so I was chilling, and then I was supposed to go look at uh, different houses to rent. And then right before we had our, um, we were supposed to meet with the realtor or whatever. When I woke up, I was like, I don't feel good. I'm not gonna go. Mm. I was like, I'm just gonna chill out. And then we, I had a, I, I bought a bunch of in-home COVID tests, mm-hmm. but I didn't know how to read it, and mm-hmm. so it came out, and there was like a, it's like a pregnancy test, right? So if yeah. it has like a line through, you have COVID or whatever. I looked at, it, I was like, oh, there's a line. It means I don't have it. <laughs> I started ah. chilling. I was like, wait, but I don't feel good. So I, I read the instructions, and it said I had COVID. Went to a fucking hotel, and I cried in there. <laughs> I, 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 I actually cried in the hotel. Cause you didn't lose your taste really that much. No, no, I didn't. I didn't lose my taste until. So I, I was in the hotel for a week and I was fine. I just had the headache, but I also had to do a brand deal with a, an alcoholic beverage. So I thought maybe I'm just indoors. I'm drinking at fucking ten o'clock in the morning for this brand deal. Maybe that's why I have a headache, right? And it wasn't until I went back home uh, the following week and I was just quarantining upstairs where my taste went away. To bring it back to dudes behind the foods, I was uh, eating. Chia ordered me a um, McDonald's breakfast, and I big, took a big chomp into my uh, sausage McMuffin, and I was like, huh, this just tastes like I'm just chewing texture. There's no flavor here. What's going on? I was like, why can I only taste ketchup on this thing? This is not hitting like it should usually hit, right? Yeah. 
And then I was like, oh, God, it has started. I fucking sipped some orange juice. Oh, I can taste the orange juice. Had some chips. Nothing. It was I was just tasting crunch. At least you fucking had one taste. <laughs> I had nothing. So I go to the hotel. I check in, right? And I'll tell you this right now. This was during a time Meryl was annoying the fuck out of me. This is my fiance. I was like, oh, hotel for a week? Peace. And yeah. I just, you know, I was in there. I was kind of chilling. There's a couple of things I wanted to do. I wanted to eat, order whatever the fucking food I want, uh-huh. and I wanted to jack off relentlessly. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> I go there. I order fat burger. Ah. I get wings. Yeah. Lemon pepper wings. I get blue cheese. Oh, yeah. And I get a fat burger with extra bacon on it. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? Your boy's going to feast. Let's feast. I get a Sprite. I sip the Sprite. I'm like, they didn't put enough syrup in this thing. <laughs> I grab the chicken wing. I bite. I'm like, it's kind of whack. Whatever. I'll put a little extra blue cheese on it. Se- second bite, I bite. No flavor. <laughs> I literally, as I was eating, the, my, my taste disappeared. Wow. So it, it went away slowly in, in like a period of like 20 seconds. Uh-huh. And then my taste was gone. I kind of teared up a bit. I was hella sad, dude. I actually teared up a little bit. I was like, what the fuck am I going to do here? You can only jack off for a couple of days before you're left with nothing. Right. Tell you this, though. I lost 10 pounds in seven days. I was just going to say the same thing. I looked amazing. Well, that's a lot of jacking off, dude. Oh, constantly. <laughs> ah! I just I used my tears. I, I also lost weight because... Mind you, um, the only thing I could taste was sweet. So Chia was bringing me a lot of fruit. I was like, I don't. So I would eat the fucking sandwich. And I was like, I don't give a, I don't give a shit about this sandwich. I can't taste it. But I was going in on just the fruit. And so I came back down looking just, just sprightly. Oh my, my skin was great. Yeah, I looked fan fucking tastic. We should catch it again, dude. Hey, somebody give me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might catch it or not because Thanksgiving is this week. You get hyped about Thanksgiving. I do. You know, I used to get a lot more hyped about Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, when I was a little kid compared to now, is completely different. Because back in the day, I would go to my white aunt's house, Aunt Jean, and uh, rest in peace. And um, she married, you know, so she married my dad's brother, right? And so they did the whole traditional big-ass turkey Thanksgiving because it was also everybody on her white side. Um, They would come, and it was like, Big ass turkey, stuffing, all the traditional food, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that like my mom could make, but she just never made growing up, yeah. right? And um, so I always kinda look forward to that. And I always I would stay with them for like three days. Um, like after Thanksgiving, I would just stay with my cousins for a few days. And um that's where I first got really introduced to the um like leftover turkey sandwiches and just like mayo and bread and like cold turkey or like oh the leftover honey baked ham. Oh, that was my shit. Let me tell you. And um, that was Thanksgiving back then, right? But then eventually, Aunt Jean's kids all, like, moved. Like, they grew up, got families of their own, so they all kind of moved away. So she didn't do that big dinner anymore. And then my family just started, like, doing what a lot of Asian families. Just Asian food. Well, Asian food or we just go to Hometown Buffet or... Or like, uh, yeah, we went to go hometown to casino, buffet. <laughs> well, we we would go to hometown buffet, and it would just be all Asian families and and fucking Samoans. <laughs> That's hella funny, dude. <laughs> um, but what, what what my mom's been doing the past few years is, um, you know, I'll kind of hit up random friends that maybe won't have Thanksgiving plans, and they'll come mm-hmm. over, and my mom would do like a little friends giving dinner for us, and she'll cook a turkey, not a huge one, but she'll cook a turkey, and she'll do a um a a her style stuffing where it's like fried rice with like some uh lapchun and like 
and she but she like makes that as the stuffing and it's fire bro and it's like the turkey with my mom's sauce it's so bomb so i just remember for me growing up like thanksgiving was weird because we don't, we don't, I don't have a lot of family here yeah. so i have my cousin and everybody else is in fucking korea so it, it was always half korean food and then half like the turkey because it signifies thanksgiving right right and then my aunt (laughs) this is fucking funny so the the one aunt that i have she can't cook for shit (laughs) she literally can't cook but every fucking year she would make this macaroni salad for some fucking reason she thought was fire i don't know (laughs) i don't know who told her that shit but she made it every fucking year okay what was in it i don't know raisins or some shit it was something whack dude she got some from some white person i don't know but she made this shitty ass macaroni salad, and then, you know, as you get older, you just you get tired of being so polite. You just don't eat it anymore. Right, right. But then from that point on, she started noticing I wasn't like really liking her food. But one time I went over to her house after that. It was like right after Thanksgiving, and I was in the area. She goes, "Oh, have some lunch." And I'm like, "Fuck, I don't want to eat this food." <laughs> yeah. So I ate the food. I was talking to my mom. I'm like, "Yo, auntie, she can't she can't really cook. Her food sucks." Damn, how old were you? This was I was like um, 15, 16 or 17. Oh, you little savage. <laughs> and then my mom was cracking the fuck up. She was dying laughing, right? I, so the next time we have Thanksgiving again, like the year after, we're, we're about to go make our plate, right? I'm about to grab her macaroni salad just to be super polite. And she goes, <laughs> why are you grabbing that? I thought my food sucks. Oh, damn, your mom fucking ratted you out. <laughs> she fucking ratted me out, dude. And I looked at my mom. I was like, what do you mean? I looked at my mom. I looked at her. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, you told your mom my food sucks, right? It's like, why are you going to eat? Don't grab the macaroni salad if you don't want to eat it. And I'm like. Well, I just looked at my mom like, you fucking narc. What the fuck would you tell her that? Why would you tell her I don't like her fucking macaroni salad? Uh, your mom and, and her sister probably had a little, like, fucking rivalry growing up. She's like, guess what my son said. I know. She said your macaroni salad is trash. I know. So she tells her she's super fucking upset. And then this put an, an, an onslaught of her trying to cook food that I'd like. Okay. So she just started cooking. And ever since then, she got a little better. Uh-huh. Then Thanksgiving after that, she made these Korean fried chicken wings. Oh. Right? With the sauce. And I was like, okay, it might be good. I ate it. It was fucking hella good. Ah. I was like, hey, this is really good. I was like, who made this? And she goes, I made it. After that, I kid you not, for like three like three months straight, she would just come to our house and have these fried chicken wings just for me to just eat. Just for you because finally. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, hey, listen, I've had 80,000 wings in the last three months. Enough. <laughs> but she was so happy that I finally liked something that she ate. She wouldn't stop making it. That's nice. You know, I feel like, um, you know, and I've, I've discussed this before. Um, I don't know if, it, if it's ever come up on, on on this podcast. I mean, this is only episode two, so. Um, but my mom and maybe a lot of Asian moms, right, that aren't as vocal about verbalizing their love, right? They do it in other ways. And my mom specifically, <clears throat> I remember, you know, if she ever felt guilty about something um, or if, they, if, like, you know, we had an argument, it was never like a, hey, let's talk about this afterwards. I knew she was sorry when she cooked me my favorite meal, you know? Have you ever heard your mom say, I'm sorry? As we got older, it was more of like a, you know, and I remember being a little kid and her, me just crying for some reason and her being like, okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But I don't know if ever as like a grown adult where we had like a grown disagreement where she was like, hey, I'm sorry about that. My mom has never said I'm sorry. She's never said I'm sorry to my daddy. Yeah. Ever. My dad will have the same complaint. Yep. Yeah. Like, I like we, there's, I have a video clip of this because back in the day uh, when I was doing vlogs, I used to just put up GoPros everywhere. Okay. Because I was so lazy to grab footage and I would just put one in the car and just hit record. Mm. There's a, an actual <laughs> conversation with my mom saying, 
I will never ever say sorry. And I'm like, what do you mean? I was like, you need to learn how to say sorry. That's like the grown up thing to do. <laughs> and she goes, if I don't say anything back, that's I'm sorry. But she'll never say it. That's how Asian parents do, man. She'll it's impossible for her. I don't think she has like the wherewithal to do it. She does I mean, it's always like through food. <laughs> parents are so funny. Like I remember my mom, she would like beat my fucking ass and yeah. I'd be crying my ass off. <laughs> and then she would just like peek into my room. You want something to eat? <laughs> I was like, dude, the snot and the tears, I can't taste anything. You just beat my ass. But they would always like create some type of meal to say apologies, like some kind of warrior shit. Right. Like just take take this offering as my like my peace offering, right? My dad would do that shit too. He would beat my ass and then buy pizza. And I'm like, just don't beat my ass. When I <laughs> when I was a little kid, um, I would know that my dad was sorry when I would be like, you know, my dad would yell at me for some reason. I just remember like running off into my room crying into the pillow, you know what I'm saying? And then I would just hear like cartoons playing in the living room, and I'm like, oh, oh and then I just come out like, oh, okay, everything's cool, we're all good, it's cool. <laughs> Your dad's a predator, dude. <laughs> he goes, this is how I get the other kids in the neighborhood. <laughs> oh my god, blast it! It wasn't even for me. It wasn't for you. What are you doing here, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, didn't I tell you? Didn't I yell at you? So you could go into your fucking room and cry, you little, <laughs> yeah. li- you little brat. Um, what, uh, what do you got planned this year for Thanksgiving? So usually I cook Thanksgiving food. Oh. I'm always the one cooking Thanksgiving food, but this year I'm not going to do it just because there's too much leftovers. Ah, I see. Because I feel like the the Asian family members they like eating it a little bit, but becomes it's it's so heavy typically compared to like Asian food. Right, right, Asian right. Asian food's a lot lighter than American food. Yeah, 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 yeah. But for me, what I would usually do is like, so for the past like I say six or seven years, I was making Thanksgiving food. So for your I'll, whole family. For the whole family. Okay. And that shit is fucking exhausting. It's work. Yeah. It is fucking work. It's hard to time out what you should cook, when you should put it in. Right. Because sometimes things get dry. It's just a whole fucking ordeal. But yeah. last last year I did um, uh, like a six cheese mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. And then I did, you know, the honey baked ham. Mm-hmm. I did. Uh, you did your whole, you honey baked the ham? Well, it was. I just glazed it. It was already pretty good. Oh, it's And then you just glazed it. Fuck that. I ain't, I ain't smoking my own ham. What the fuck? <laughs> and then um, I did a turkey. But with the turkey, I actually uh, sous vide it oh. overnight for like 24 hours. Wow. And then I deep fried it. I deep fried the, the rest at the end. Ooh. And so it was like super crispy, super fucking good. Because I'm not that big of a fucking turkey fan. Right, right. I mean, you really... I mean, who just eats turkey when it's not Thanksgiving? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like who the fuck... It's like... It's whack. I would oh. rather have like two chickens. But, hey... Little hack for you guys. If there's a Sprouts near your place, Sprouts, you know where like other grocery stores put their fucking rotisserie chickens? Yeah. Sprouts does um uh like just turkey, like a big ass turkey shit, and it's only dark meat. It's like turkey dark meat. Fucking fire, bro. For real. Tender. Sometimes it's a little too salty for me. But when you get it on a day that it's not too salty, oh, the bomb. The best turkey I ever had. Was we used to do Friendsgivings um, in uh, Davis. So I had a bunch of friends who went to Davis when I came back from Riverside to live in Sacramento. And we would do Friendsgivings. But they would do this um, a buddy of our name, Abe, his parents owned a Chinese restaurant. And they would do Peking duck style turkey. What? Yeah. So the same process that they do with Peking duck, they did it with turkey. And it was like hoisin, it tastes like hoisin glazed ham. Really? It was fucking hell. The best turkey I've ever had in my life. I haven't had it since because I haven't talked to him in so many years, <laughs> but I miss you, Abe. It was just a turkey. Even better than when we went to Disneyland, I had you try a turkey leg from Disneyland. It's better than that. <laughs> it's way better than that. He's fucking, you and your fucking pickles, but by the way, this guy, <laughs> you know, other people were saying the same thing. They're like, oh, the pickle is so different at Disneyland. Yeah, bro. It's not. It's a fucking pickle. It's different. It hits different. In what way? Better. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's the bite has a different bite has a different flavor it's just better than other pickles bro Disneyland pickles are the best pickles in the whole wide <laughs> world <laughs> I thought you were fucking joking you're like no this is this pickle's better I'm like other people agree with you I'm like no nah, this is just a pickle Disneyland pickles are different go see for yourself guys go to Disneyland and get a pickle also man I messed up I should have got you because they also have spicy pickles I should have got that for you I've never are... had a spicy pickle that would have been pretty good yeah yeah well we're, we're gonna do a Disneyland part two because there's I feel like there's a lot of stuff we didn't hit and I feel like there's some rides we didn't hit and also it's like it's the only thing that got any views on my channel in the past like we're <laughs> six months we're going to have to do the uh, we're gonna do Universal Studios <laughs> uh-huh. we're going to Universal yeah soon I haven't been to Universal since I was like uh, seven years old, seven or eight years old. It's been a long fucking time, man. I haven't I, been there as an adult. I'm so excited to take you Universal. You know, of course, like you know, the the main fun of Disneyland, that Disneyland video is that um, <clears throat> is that I love Disneyland so much, and you were like, you know, Disneyland hater, quote unquote. But Universal should be interesting because you haven't been since you were a little kid, and you love Harry Potter. Hey. I fucking love Harry Potter. <laughs> That's probably one of the wackest things about me. I fucking love Harry Potter so much. When I used to work at the men's warehouse, they, we didn't have like TV or anything. Yeah. But we had like the whole set of all the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> and we would just, when, when it was slow, we just watched it on repeat all really? the fucking time. I love Harry Potter. I've never seen it. You're fucking lying. Not one. What the fuck is wrong with you? How can you enjoy? How can you enjoy Harry Potter land if you've never watched Harry Potter? For one, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you first how I can enjoy it. That Harry Potter ride, which I'm so excited for you to ride, is the coolest ride I've ever been on in my entire life. But you don't even know what's going on. Well, that was half the fun of it because literally, if you look at the picture. And I'm not going to spoil it for you of like what's popping out, but if you look at the picture, everyone that was with me also had never seen Harry Potter. So they took a picture of like peak craziness and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" cuz we have no idea what this shit is, right? Wild. Secondly, the butterbeer is delicious in Harry Potter land. We're going to get you some oh, butterbeer. I got to try butterbeer. You don't even know what the dementors are, right? Um, I didn't up until I went on the ride. <laughs> oh my god. Tim Tim so here's how I've never seen Harry Potter. I, you know, here's the thing. Like, I just never, I didn't see like the first three, um, for whatever reason, and uh, just nobody. I just I, I wasn't like interested, you know. Um, and then when I did become interested, like, oh, I I should check this out. It was already like five movies already, and I was like, shit, I don't have time to catch up, bro. I feel like that's like so long. Well, you have a cold now. <laughs> now is the time to catch up on your Harry Potter. I also have a child, which ruins everything. Hey man, fuck that kid, all right? <laughs> she could watch Harry Potter. I know, but we like we have so much to catch up on. We're 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 two episodes behind on Married at First Sight. I haven't watched the 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 most recent <laughs> episodes. Uh- <laughs> Hold on a second. In case you guys don't know. This fool loves trash TV. <laughs> it's the best. He <laughs> loves trash TV. What's it called? I, I I was introduced to a show called 90 Day Fiance because of this guy. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. And it's the best and the worst. <laughs> okay. It's one of the trashiest shows I've ever seen in my life. Well, speaking of trash TV and advertisements, let's take a break to hear from our sponsors. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. 
Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Hey, y'all, it's Tim. And David. And if you want to listen to Dudes Behind the Foods without ads, now you can. Just go to dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's dudesbehindthefoods.supercast.com. Thanks. But yes, I love Married at First Sight. I love trash television. Um, Married at First, you, you'll get into it, bro. It, you, you should watch. What's the okay? So I watched Ninety Day Fiance, and my first introduction to that show was was Ed, the <laughs> the, the, the the big the, Ed, big Ed, yeah, the, the no neck Ed. Yeah, he was so mean to that girl. I know he was such a piece of shit. Buying her toothbrushes and shit. Yeah, he's like, what? <laughs> She's kind of like trying to get her to what shave her arms or something uh, like right. What what I like the hair on my arms. I don't want. <laughs> I don't know why you want me to shave them. Oh, bro! One of the best ninety day fiancés. <coughs> so funny. This was might have even been like because they have a before the ninety days uh, series they do as well. Um, this guy was dating this girl. This white guy was dating this girl in the Philippines, and so to like, you know, welcome her to the family. They had a whole little party. And they did the lechon where they bury the pig and they, you know, they like they they cook the pig underground. And this is, you know, this is a special occasion, right? It's just expensive, right? So this man was so freaked out by the lechon pig, he would not eat it. And then she was like getting pissed because this is like disrespectful. You know, they got the whole fucking pig for him. And she's like, just try it, just try it. And he like, he literally like, he like, he had a plate of it, took like a tiny bit, like barely touched his lip and was like, mm-mm. What a bitch. Yeah, bro. Fucking bitch. Like. It's fucking pork. Oh, it's the best. What was, what was his issue about the lechon? He never had bacon or anything? I don't know if he was just freaked out by seeing like the head on the pig or what, but he was just so freaked out by it. Like he wouldn't eat it. See, that's the weird thing. I feel like people who live in like cities, because there are people in the United States, you know, like the middle states, they don't get freaked out by that stuff because mm-hmm. they're, you know, farm people. Yeah. 
you know your fucking meat that you eat comes from a fucking animal. You know they all got heads, right? Yeah, you, y'all like some people can't eat seafood if they see like the head of the fish. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. or the shrimp heads or something. Yeah, it's like what are you talking about? What, what, what were you eating this whole time? This is fucking nonsense. It's delicious. Ignorance is bliss, bro. You know what the fucking episode that had me dying the most? Hmm. The one that you showed me was the guy who's doing the magic tricks. Oh, oh my god. Oh man. <coughs> oh man. I felt so. Bad for that guy. What was it like in Ecuador or something or South America? It was uh, Ingabao. I think I do believe it was either Ecuador. I think it was Ecuador. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he started doing magic tricks, but I guess over there, like doing magic is considered black magic <laughs> or evil. But that's like his shtick. He was trying to like impress the whole family to silence, dude. Especially because he used a fucking trick that had like fire, and the grandma's like, no. No, bru- brujaria. I <laughs> <laughs> you like the devil. She <laughs> legit. Thought he was the devil, and he's like, he's like, he's like, no, 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 not not black magic. It's just, it's just magic. <laughs> just, regu- just regular magic. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, we're we're behind. You know what I'm saying? Like, married at first sight. We also haven't caught up on Money Heist. That's our shit. New seasons of You just dropped. Uh so many things. But you finished a uh, Squid Game. We had to finish Squid Game because. It was just everywhere. Like I, I, we, I was like, we made it a priority to watch that shit, so I, it wouldn't get spoiled for me. You know, the, what, what was the show that I was watching on Netflix recently? That's really fucking. I've been watching a lot of Korean shit actually. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you something. Korean people are so fucking dramatic, man. <laughs> Everybody's get. I already know in the beginning of a Korean drama, somebody's gonna get hit by a car, <laughs> and they're gonna fucking die. People love that shit. There's like a shit ton of Korean content on Netflix now. Koreans are, uh, yeah, I mean, especially since Squid Game popped off, you know, and I feel like the Korean content was there, but now they're kind of pushing it to the front a little more, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I actually auditioned recently, bro, to play a a dad for a a dad on a sitcom to a preteen girl, and I was like... For real? Yeah, and I was like, at first when I read it, I didn't even submit because I was like, I'm not going to get this. I, I I definitely, like, I know I don't look young anymore, but I definitely don't look like a fucking dad, you know? Yeah. And then, um, so I kind of left that one alone because I was trying to handle a different audition. And then they, they sent it to me again, and I was like, oh, they must be desperate. Sweet. Yeah. I was like, they probably can't find anybody. So I submitted again and, like, you know, I don't know, put on a sweater and combed my hair a little bit. But uh, I guess we'll see where that goes. Yeah, I get auditions that are highly offensive to me. Like I, got, I just auditioned for something where it said, "45-year-old Korean man," and I'm like, "What the fuck, man? <laughs> what you mean, 45-year-old Korean man? Fuck you!" I mean, I like the role a lot, and then another role that I had auditioned for, I was a walrus. <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck, <laughs> these casting directors have pinned me for something very specific, like large, round Asian." Oh well, you know, there's not a whole lot of them. I, well, how come I'm not booking these roles? They're like, well, he sucks. We should just go with the skinny person. But you know what I thought about, though, when they hit me up for that? I'm like, okay, Constance Wu playing the mom on Fresh Off the Boat. And she's like our age. You know what I'm saying? They just kind of aged her up a little bit. When they... Oh, she's, I think she's in her 40s. No, she's not. Yeah, dude, Constance Wu's in her 40s. Constance Wu's in her 40s? Yeah, she just looks really good. Really? Yeah. She's older than us. Really? Yeah, she's just fine-ass 40, that's all. Man, did you see, um, what's the stripper movie? Uh, the one Jennifer Lopez? Yeah. Well, Jennifer Lopez is different, though. I know. She's just fucking different. Did you see it? I didn't see it. Oh, bruh. <laughs> Go watch that shit. Better no, no. than uh, striptease? No. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's kind of hard to top. No, it's, it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not as naked as striptease. But I, it J Lo does things I would never expect her to do in a mainstream movie. For real? I was. If anything, just go online and look up her scene in the movie where she's like stripping, stripping. And I was like, 
jaw agape throughout that whole scene, dog. Like, I'm talking about, like, she's in a G-string twerking on stage, doing the splits. Like, it's, a, it's at one point, you're like, did I just see J-Lo's asshole? But you don't, because I watched it in super slow motion. You never see... <laughs> You, you never actually... But I know, because I paused it, I stopped it, I rewind it, and I zoomed it's, in. It's so close to possibly being J-Lo's asshole that I think they might have even CGI'd it out. You know what I'm saying? Because her, she's she's out there, dog, and it's fucking amazing. I've never seen this. Well, I never thought that she would do anything crazy, that's why. Yeah, no, bro. Oh, it's like, and to keep to keep on the theme of dudes behind the foods, I would 100% eat J-Lo's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> If we're gonna keep it a food podcast here, because oh man, that thing is scrumptious. <laughs> I would drink her bath water after. Oh my god! And then I would eat her ass. I'm gonna send you a link to that shit because is J Lo fifty now? She's she's at least fifty. Let's let's look it up. It looks like <clears throat> dude. She looks so, her and Mario Lopez. They definitely eat like Japanese baby fetus just to keep it with the themes of dudes behind the foods. <laughs> Like, um, Mario Lopez arguably looks better than he does when he was younger. Mario Lopez, I don't know what he looks amazing, bro. But I mean, yeah, of course he has like makeup on, but still, like even just his his face and his like cheekbones and his uh, structure. What does he do? I gotta ask him. I was like, hey, bro, what do you do? J Lo's fifty two. She's fifty two, and Constance Wu is forty two. <clears throat> Thirty nine. Oh shit, I was wrong. My bad, Constance. See. I- yeah, well, she's still yeah. Yeah, she's older than us, but like not not as old as as I. I uh, she's not like forty something though. Yeah, you know, it's not that she looks forty something. I thought somebody told me she right, was right, forty right, something, right. so she looked really good for like forty two. I heard women hate that shit though. You don't ever <laughs> say you look good for. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I would never. I I actually um, you know, that's why I was so when I was younger, right, and I would watch fucking Dante Bosco auditioning for stuff or like being in movies. Um, and then when I saw that he was in Take the Lead playing a high school kid, I, I immediately, just even as a kid, I Googled. I was like, what the how old is this guy? And he was 30 in Take the Lead. And I was like, oh, bruh, if Dante Bosco is 30 playing high school kids, then I have time to audition for things. <laughs> the, the thing I remember Dante Bosco for the most isn't even Hook. It's Fresh Prince. Aha, uh-huh, you want to see my boo-boo? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then he kissed Ashley Banks. They, right? didn't, they didn't kiss on the Fresh Prince. They kissed on a movie called Fake Fake in the Funk. That's what it was. It yes. wasn't Fresh Prince. <laughs> yes. I was like, what in the fuck? That's so funny. Have I talked to you about this before? No. That's so funny because, yes, so they made out in Fake in the Funk, right? And one day after I had met Dante so many times and, um, and I, you know, I had his number and shit, I woke up and I texted him. I was like, yo, you made out with Ashley Banks. <laughs> Just like out of the blue. <laughs> he was like, LOL, yeah? I was like, wow. That's that's just great. That's fantastic. <laughs> Isn't that wild? I love her. Oh, I always tell people like um, Tatiana Ali might be one of my first like crushes that I you know what I mean. Okay, Kelly Kapowski and then Tatiana Ali. And you got to work with uh, Kelly Kapowski <sighs> yes. on a food show. Tiffany Thiessen on a food show. She's actually such you know people see the cast of Deliciousness and they're like, what is this random fucking group of people? But everyone is tied together by food, actually, right? So Tiffany Thiessen has a bunch of, like, cooking shows. She's always cooking on her Instagram. Like, really, like, um, like she actually, like, cooks cooks. You know oh, what I'm saying? Real. And, like, takes, like, fucking, like, high-quality HD pictures of the food she does, too, you know? And um, she has, like, uh, 
she uses all eggs. Like, she has, like, chickens at her house. Like, she uses fucking, like, fresh eggs when she cooks shit. What the um, fuck? Yeah. And, uh, and then Angela also does food shit. And then Kel has, like, a special sauce with the Good Burger shit. And um, so I remember being on Deliciousness, right, and just, like, looking around and being like, wow, I have all these people's faces on DVDs at home. But then also looking at Tiffany Thiessen and being like, oh, my God, she looks so bomb still. <laughs> I'm like, I remember the first couple of days of shooting, <laughs> shooting Deliciousness, just, like, kind of having to, like, stop myself from, like, just being like, oh, my God, it's Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> Is that weird? It was weird at first because she loves me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think the first day on set where I actually made her crack up a couple times, she was like, oh, who is this kid? You know? And then I was saying, you know, our cars were parked next to each other in the parking lot. And um, I was like, all right, well, hey, it was great working with you. And she was like, hey. She's like, dude, you're so funny. I'm a fan now. And then, like, we exchanged contacts and shit. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, am I am I texting Kelly Kapowski? This is crazy. This is like your childhood dream come to life. <sighs> it's wild. How fucking nuts is that? Wow. I can't. See, do you ever look back and you think like, I can't believe this is happening. I'm fucking texting <laughs> Kelly Kapowski. I tell you, I, I never, that was never on my like. Uh, to do. I, yeah, I didn't see that happening, but uh, it's pretty lit. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. Like every once in a while when I'm eating dinner at like a super bougie place with a view. My life is Yes, I like to take a couple seconds to really take it all in and acknowledge the fact that wow, I've done well for myself. And you know, I kind of like I'm like I've done well. But and then Chia's like, "What do you want for dinner?" You're like, "Shut up, hold on." Like, I'm thinking about why my life is like, good. Stop interrupting it, please, woman. I'm 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 basking in my glory right now. But I'm having good thoughts. Stop coming in. I think I think next time I'm up there, I will be like, okay, beautiful family, great house, great career. And also, I text Kelly Kapowski. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. She, and Kelly, Kelly, she's like, what, in her 40s as well? Uh, yeah, I do believe. I That's do believe. fucking crazy, man. Like, it's weird. Like, the thing that, that freaks me out is I still watch these shows. Yeah. And forever in my mind, they are that age that I saw them at. Right, right, right. right. So when I see that they've aged in their face or something, it, it, it's surreal to me. It doesn't make any sense. Like, how, how are you older than me? You're supposed to be my age. Yeah, or bro. Younger. Do you ever watch My Wife and Kids? Yes, my wife is one of the funniest sitcoms ever. I agree. And the little girl from My Wife and Kids is a grown-ass woman now. Oh, for real? Wait, yeah. which one? There's two. No, the, the little girl. The little, little girl. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Katie. Katie. Katie's a grown-ass woman, and she's hot. What? How old is she? She's like 20-something. Well, I can't look at that. That makes me feel weird. <laughs> oh, because you knew her as a little girl? As a little kid. Yeah, it's weird. I remember, bro, one time um, uh, there was a um, – when I was in, like, junior high – <clears throat> there was a little, because I, I went to a preschool to eighth grade, right? And um, there was a little girl who was like in kindergarten, first grade. And I remember thinking, this is the prettiest little girl. Like she was like, she had like blonde hair, but she was like um, super light skinned black girl, but she had blonde hair. And I was like, this is, she's like, this little girl, like, just like, she's so cute. She's so pretty, right? And then now we're grown and she's wilding out girl. She was a wilding out girl with me for a couple seasons. And she was like full out, like, uh, like hot, you know what I'm saying? And then, um, and then I was vlogging one day and she was like, yeah, you know, you were my first crush when I was in like first grade. I was like, what? What? That's crazy. So she's like a, she's like in her, what? 20 something. What the hell? That's so wild. Yeah. That's weird, man. <laughs> like, it's so weird to kind of like picture that. I know. Oh. People grow. I don't like it. <laughs> it's weird. I want people to stay the same way that I've seen them since they were little kids. Cause like even like, I wonder now too, cause like with your kid, 
right? Yeah. Veda's Veda. She's like this little thing. I know. But then six, seven years from now, she's going to be this little talking, talking back and shit. I know. Asking for things, grabbing stuff by herself. What the fuck? I know. It's going to be weird, dude. My boy Eric, Super Ego, he said the first time his his little sister started like, one day, we were texting one day. And, you know, we've known, um, I've been friends with him since his little sister was like, I don't know, like five, four or five, like just saying gibberish, right? And then one day, He's like, dude, I just got into an argument with Chrysalin about why Miley Cyrus is like good or bad. And he was like, she made some really good points. <laughs> He's like, this is so weird. What the fuck? <laughs> why is he arguing with her about why Miley Cyrus is good or I bad? I guess he was saying she's like a bad influence or whatever. And she was like making like points, like counter arguing. And he's like, and he's like, oh, wow, I guess I can't argue with that. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking hella funny. You know, like Raven Simone is like our age. And oh. I used to watch her on the Cosby Show, right? Which is so weird because I, you know, clearly I'm watching reruns, but I don't know the reruns when I'm a kid, right? Exactly, right? And so I'm like, wait, she's my age. And plus, you know, when they film shit, it doesn't come out to like a year later. So you know who else is our age? Who? Smart guy. He's a smart guy. Oh, uh, Taj Mori. What the fuck? Yeah, bro, he's our age. He's also hot. Is he? Yeah, he's fucking attractive. He went through a weird stage where he had crazy acne. I remember that. Really? Yeah, there was like a stage where he was like super self conscious because his his face blew the fuck up. Yeah, bro, he's fucking hot now. What is this? What is what is what is my hot moment gonna happen? <laughs> <laughs> it has yet to happen, dude. David, what do you mean? I I always whenever we do send foods, there's always some girls thirst commenting about you. That those are pity thirst comments. <laughs> it's because they see the before and the after. It's like when you buy a used car and it's fucked up and they fix it. Let me tell st- you, it's still a used car. <laughs> Let me tell you something, David. So if you were single, you'd be slaying poon. You would be slit. Po- so much poon would be f- getting thrown your way. Let me tell you something, people. I'm a shy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do with it. There's women who I look at, I'm like, that girl's fine as fuck. If she ever came up to me and she was like, let's fuck, I'd be like, no, thank you. This is too much pressure, man. And they, and they would love that. They'd be like, oh, my God, how endearing, how adorable. Women, as al- they always make me nervous. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, you know, I, f- I feel you. I feel you. I- Especially now because, you know, it's not, I think, like, I've been what, in a serious relationship for seven years now. Mm-hmm. It's the the idea that let's say Mariel just goes looks at me one day she goes I never loved you <laughs> she just fucking leaves me right <laughs> I wouldn't know what to do if I went back into the dating scene yeah I wouldn't know how to because now when I talk to women it's so much more casual and fun because I don't have an objective right, right there's no pressure right? like and there's no like there's no what is this gonna be yeah, yeah. you have so much it's it's a lot easier it wasn't that hard before but now it's like even easier now I just don't give a fuck right. But if I have to go back and I have to think like, okay, there's another step to this, I'm running, my mind goes blank. Yeah. Like, what the fuck did I used to do before? Right. Seven fucking years. I don't know. Shit's definitely different now, but I feel like we would be at an advantage. Let's say I was, let's say Chia left me um, and um, left me with Veda, which would be, first of all, Veda would be great for getting girls. Um, <laughs> I'm a single father. <laughs> But I think we come from a generation that actually knows how to communicate. Yeah. Where like I feel like kids that came up in this generation, so much of it is on social media and apps. Like, it's so much. I mean, we talked about this. It's just so much cringy. They don't know how to approach women, like in real life. So you know? it's it's literally the idea of their advice is, and I've talked to college kids, right? And, I, and I've seen them interact. Whenever I go to a college show, like I'm always so curious, just because there's a big bigger age gap now. Before it was like two three year age right. gap. Now it's, what, it's like a like a ten year age gap now. Uh-huh. So I get to see them interact with with girls, and throughout the years, it's gone progressively worse. <laughs> Every fucking college show, right? Because they don't talk to people. 
Yeah. And so they kind of just had this weird thing of like, when I when I hear a guy pick up on a girl now, I know where they got their info from. It's like from a meme mm. or, or like a how to pick up girls book. Oh god. And it doesn't translate. Yeah. And so they're sitting there doing these weird fucking tactics and it's not working. And right. I just see them getting stomped on all the time. It's like, well, it's because you're 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 reciting lines that you're reading from a piece of paper. Yeah. Right? And all these like self help dating gurus, they go, Well, if you do these steps, you can get whatever girl. It's not true right. whatsoever. And I've you know, I've had like self help gurus on like my podcast and I know the tactics that they're talking about and the type of women it works on. Uh. Right. And it's a very specific type of girl that wants to have fun, that doesn't give a fuck, and they'll fuck anything, uh, right? Because they're there to just have fun. Like, the advice that they give them, I'm like, this would never, ever work on any of my friends, on any of the homegirls at all. I feel like a lot of that that type of advice is for um, younger girls, right? Like, like, uh, old, like, the old, like, like, older women, first of all, you don't have to play games with them because they're like, dude, like, I, I don't got time for this shit. Let's, yeah. If you want to hang out, let's hang out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I definitely, I think one time... I wasn't aware of the concept of negging until I got older. You know what that is? No. It's where you put somebody down so that they seek your approval. Really? Yeah. So. My name is David. Slut. <laughs> it's it's kind of like. And a, they're like, excuse me. I'm like, is it not working? Well, it, it kind of. <laughs> you should try it. You should try it. <laughs> Absolutely. I would never call a woman a slut. <laughs> it's it's kind of like, uh, you know, like giving backhanded compliments. So you make someone insecure so that they seek your approval. Oh. And um and I didn't realize that I had done that one time. Um, Back like way back in the day, I think I was like, I met some girl. And just as a joke, not because I was trying to holler, but. Um, just like, you know, fucking around, like you pick on somebody, you know? Yeah, let's and, be flirting. Let's yeah, go. the conversation came up, it was getting sexual, like we're all eating wings, and I was like, and so the concept came, the the, converse, the conversation of like giving head came up, and I was like, you probably got a whack head, you probably got a whack head game, head game probably whack, right? Just being stupid. And then so like, you know, we're all laughing. And then so, um, eventually, you know, when I was started like, um, when me and this girl hooked up, and she did give me a head. Afterwards, she was like, "Head game whack, huh?" And I was like, "Oh did, wait, what shit!" Was the, what was the time span since that joke? And um, it was just kind of like um, this is when I was like like single, like doing my thing. So um, but what was the time when you I mean made the joke to her and then you guys hooked up? Um, like a month maybe. Damn, she was holding that in for a whole month, huh? Yeah, because it wasn't like uh, oh, my head game's whack, huh? Well, I'll show you. <laughs> well, actually, actually, come, come, come to think of it, who knows what the time span was? It was my single stage was such a blur of my yeah. life. You know what I'm saying? Um, I really have no kind of like per- right, guys. perception. <laughs> Insult the women out there. No. Apparently, it works. <laughs> I don't know if negging works. Does negging work on Chia then? Um, I don't think that works with when you're married to somebody though. No, it has to be like in that flirtatious stage. Yeah, yeah. it's just like when you're kind of flirting and just like you yeah, know. It's like, oh god, you can't wash the dishes well at all. <laughs> you know, well, I'll show you. Start scrubbing the shit out of them. <laughs> I think, you know, I mean, especially we've been married for three years now. You know, we're we're. Uh, we barely even kiss anymore, man. No, no. That's <laughs> because you have a cold and you have a baby. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad. Um, that's the thing too about getting sick. Now it's like, I I don't want to get too close to the baby. I don't want to get her sick. So in my head, I'm looking at her. I'm like, I hope she's not looking at me. Like, why isn't my 
daddy kissing me. Just wash your hands and wear a KN95 mask and then hold her. Yeah, no, I've been holding her. Especially I was in I was in New York for a whole week shooting. So like I felt like I was like, oh, finally I get to be around my baby, you know, but. <clears throat> but oh, you have those feelings now, huh? Yeah, man. Being in New York was a completely different experience now. I literally like before I would go to New York and it's like, oh, man, let's hit up my New York friends. Let's go to fucking Fat Buddha, get drunk, you know. But now <clears throat> I'm there and I'm like. Let me FaceTime my child. Make sure she doesn't forget my face. You come in, she's like, ugh, who's this? No, it's so funny. Literally, I'm like, all right, cool, FaceTime. Let me let me see Veda on FaceTime, right? And I'm like, hey, mama, what's up? What you doing? And she's like, <laughs> who is this? Who is this? Yeah, like, what the <laughs> fuck? She just doesn't care. But um, luckily, I came home. She had a big old smile. Maybe she didn't recognize me because I was getting fat in New York. Just eating, huh? Well, I was shooting Basic to Bougie, um, which is my MTV with my show with MTV's YouTube channel, where we like try different kinds of food and we try to determine what's like the cheapest and the middlest and the most expensive. But we were cranking out four episodes a day, and every episode is two different food Don't items. You four fucking episodes a day, bro. So each episode will be like, oh, today it's gonna be um, there's one bougie item and one basic item, so it might be like, oh. Pizza and um sushi or something, okay. right? And then um and then before on prior seasons, if we like something, you know, just like on Send Foods, we would kind of go in, you know of what I'm saying? Course. And I'd be so full. And but this time, knowing that we're shooting four episodes a day, I definitely paced myself. Even if I liked it, I took maybe two bites max and then put it to the side. What's the worst thing you ate on this show? So I usually play the role of I like this because Darren, you know, it's hilarious. You know, he's he's from North Carolina. Um, you know, big cuddly black dude and like he has the palate of a cardboard box. Yeah, right, 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 exactly. And even even if he doesn't, um, I mean, which he kind of does, he's playing that part, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he no, he likes a lot of shit. Oh, so surprising the other day we filmed an episode where it was um a soup with like um pig's feet and um and it was like a like a Chinese like Chinese soup with like pig's feet, right? And of course, I thought that my two co-hosts were gonna be like, "Ugh, gross," especially Darren. But Darren comes from the south. Seen the uh, pig's feet immediately. Was like, "Oh, it's pig's feet." And was going. He's like, "Oh, this is fire." And then another episode where I also thought the Asian flavors would throw them off. It was kind of like a, a stew um, that had some like kimchi and some intestines in it, some like small intestines. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, and so Justina, she's looking at, it, she's like, "Oh, what is this?" I'm like. I'm like, oh, those look like intestines to me. And I'm looking at Darren like, oh, his reaction is going to be so funny, right? He's like, oh, like chitlins. Yeah. Starts going in. He's like, oh, this is great. So he loved it. <laughs> That's fucking crazy, dude. I don't, I don't, I know that pig intestines too. I forgot. It's called a uh, kopchang. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. So you guys had kopchang. And kopchang is interesting. Yeah. Right? It's, if it's not cleaned very well, it's very intestiny. You can taste, you can taste the intestiny. Yeah. You can taste the, uh, you know what went through there. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But. but- yeah, it's bomb though. It's like you know, it's like if you like fatty meat, um, and this these intestines were pretty fatty and 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 uh, and meaty. Couldn't taste. You didn't get too much of a crazy. So it was. You probably had the the, the large intestine then, because Kopchang has the small intestines, and that's usually what chitlins are. Ah, and so there's a lot of shit inside there, and you got to clean that fucking shit out. You have to. They they basically douse it in milk, and they'll massage it, and it gets rid of a lot of that that off taste. Then fry it. Then they you know flour it and then fry it. And it's pretty good. I see. He hated matcha. Anything matcha, he was like, Ugh! he kept calling it mantra. He's like, is this mantra again? That's hilarious. <laughs> the funny thing is, he'll literally eat an organ that has shit that went right through it. Yeah, <laughs> I know. 
It was it was something he reacted crazy to, and I was like, bro, you don't want to eat this, but you'll eat the fucking intestines. It's funny. Make sure you watch that new season of Basics of Bougie premiere in December on MTV's YouTube. The, uh, the southern food is, I guess, it's kind of interesting too. I guess, yeah, because they have like pickles, pig feet, and stuff like that. I hate pig's feet. Mm. I fucking hate that shit. I don't like the uh, the texture. I get, you know, I get down. Um, I know it's it's a big chunk of the gelatinous and then a little bit of meat, but you know, some people I, like it. I don't like it. Do you like chicken feet? No. Oh, you don't like chicken feet? I don't like the texture. Oh, so you don't like that. And it, uh, and it looks like a pterodactyl's claw. Yeah. Yeah, I can't do it, dude. You like that shit? I get down if it's in some soup. Oh, my Lord. I can't. <laughs> I, I use, the only time I use chicken feet when I cook is if I'm trying to like, thicken up a broth. Because it, it has um, like a lot of pectin in it. Yeah. It'll make your broth like nice and thick. Mm. I don't like <clears> it, though, man. I don't know how you eat that shit. I'll definitely. Like, my mom will make some soup. Sometimes she'll make some um, some tom ka kai or some tom yam with... Um, some pig's feet in there. Oh, and some chicken feet in there. And uh, yeah, just, you know, I just pick up a little bit and just suck, suck the. It's true, dude. Asian people will eat anything that has four legs. <laughs> four legs, two feet. If it touches the ground, it looks at the sky. We'll eat it. <laughs> like it's. I mean, we figure. I guess technically it doesn't really matter because I mean, it's whatever protein is there, you just fucking eat it. I guess. I. Okay, what would you say is the most uh, peculiar thing you've ever eaten? Weirdest thing? Yeah. I don't know what weirdest. I guess that's relative because. Oh, the fucking bull balls that we had, dude. Ah, uh, yes. We were in Denver, and we had oh, some uh, some bull testicles, or Rocky Mountain oysters, as they say. I just don't know why. It's like, <laughs> we don't have to. And by the way, a bull's testicle is huge. Yeah, it's literally like the size of like a, like a, uh, however this big. This fucking mug. Yeah. they're uh, Maybe even bigger than that. They're, yeah. They're big and they're veiny. And it's vein, squiggly. All the vein. <laughs> oh, God. Like, ugh. I'm getting goosebumps. It's fucking. <laughs> and when you taste it, even if you deep fry it, you could tell the essence of balls. And there was a little uh, ball, 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 ball. Balescence. Balescence. There's a little yeah. balescence to it, man. Yeah. It was there. It was definitely there. Um, we had it uh, sliced up and deep fried with a little, you know, ranch or tartar sauce or whatever it was. You know, not my favorite. I mean, I'm also going to throw up, but... <laughs> oh, God. Don't throw up. You'll make me throw up. Oh, I can't... I can't do it. Um, I want to say the most... Um, jar- one of the most jarring things I've eaten, which was still good, but just, like, visually on the plate, it looked kind of crazy, because there was the head on it, actually, was I had um gui, which is guinea pig. Oh. And, yeah, so, like, a popular dish in, like, uh, like certain countries in Latin America, I think Peru and um, maybe Ecuador... And, um, but for some reason, a lot of restaurants will serve it with the whole head on there. And like, yeah, we were saying earlier, like people get thrown off by that, but a fucking rodent head is just so, cause they look so like, eh, you know what I'm saying? With their fucking teeth in there. Cause like, eh, and like, <laughs> it's like sprawled out <laughs> and, um, the skin, the way I had it prepared almost kind of looks like a lechon or like, um, like, a. Um, or like some duck, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like brown and shiny, and it looked good. But that head was looking at me like, <laughs> yeah, like that's that's how he was looking, you know? <laughs> this is how it made right before it died. <laughs> Bro, it's the front teeth. Yeah, it's the teeth. Me and um Niga Higa for an episode of of Acquired Taste as well. We went to a hot pot spot in Las Vegas, right? And they brought out uh some fish that. Bro, so the whole fish body is there, and I don't know if this is a a situation. Oh, fish is moving. It's moving. It did a little like, and we were like, "Oh shit!" 
and I'm sure it's already dead. It's just the nerves are still nerving, but ooh, man, it's uh, unnerving. To yeah, see so that if shit. they slice it up and then like the nervous system is like attached all the way through the spine, it'll still like move its mouth and shit and do all this work. Because Korean people have that dish too, where they just slice it the fuck up. And they put the sashimi onto the spine or the body or the carcass or whatever. Oh, I don't know. But how I could you do still that. see the fucking mouth. Oh, I don't think I could do that. It's fucking weird, dude. And we also eat the live octopus. Have you too. done that? Yeah, it just tastes like nothing. I like it. <laughs> of course you do, you sick fuck. You watch fucking <laughs> Japanese porn. That's why. <laughs> That's how you love those tentacles. <laughs> you get a meal at a show. <laughs> don't kink shame me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't understand that shit. <laughs> I think everybody everybody loves Japanese porn. No, 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 no. Not everybody, dude. Fucking loud, squeaky, squeaky little Asian girls. I don't like it. Um, you know, it's not only that. It's just like I feel like you know, um, the the fellatio from in the Japanese porn. It's always it always seems to be more loving. <laughs> it's like oh, they care. Yeah, it seems like they care. <laughs> And let me tell you, first time I hooked up with a Japanese girl, I was surprised that she wasn't pixelated. <laughs> hey, I can see your pussy. <laughs> Look, this is weird. What is this? <laughs> That'd be so funny. She takes off her pants and it's all pixels. Yeah. It's just like the videos. It's just like the movies. I knew it. <laughs> and then she's just a scream every time you touch her. Ugh, I hate it. I just I don't like the noise, the squeaking. I have when, If I do watch porn, I, I always have to mute it. It's like, I don't like this. Really? I don't like it with sound. Really? Because you know what? Occasionally you'll hear a guy's voice and then <laughs> your penis just flops. It's like, ugh. Not me, man. I just pretend he's in the room with me and we're having a good time. <laughs> oh, really? When you do the fucking the, the under the lake <laughs> shot with the balls just flying? Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> the worst. There was a period of time where that was like the hot shot to do. I don't know why. I don't know who came up with that. It's literally the worst angle in porn ever. <laughs> under the fucking balls. I hate it so much. <laughs> it's like one of those things where you're watching porn on your phone and you covered the screen with your thumb. Just like... I can't. I can't see this. They'll cut to the guy's face. <laughs> I, I'd, I'd take face over over under balls. Yeah. Whenever that happens, I have to cover his face with my thumb. I'm like, I can't see a guy's face. I think they do that. You know what? I haven't seen a, a guy's face um, nut shot in in a long time. I don't think they do that anymore. I think you know we just we grew up on like older porn, so there was a lot of that. But Ugh, it's the worst. Yeah, older porn. <laughs> the one was on VHS where you see the lines go through it and shit. <laughs> Um, well, shit, guys. Um, thank you for watching another episode of Dudes Behind the Foods. Hope you guys got some good foodie content out of this. <laughs> <laughs> Ass eating. <laughs> um, uh, uh, Rocky Mountain Oysters. Rocky Mountain Oysters. Yeah, it all kind of ties together, you know? Well, hey, guys. Thank you for watching. Make sure you like, comment, share, subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Friendsgiving.